law today comes from Nahum uh, chapter 1, reading verses 1 through 7. Nahum chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. The burden against Nineveh, the book of the vision of Nineveh, the Elkishite. God is jealous and the Lord avenges. The Lord avenges and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries and he reserves wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord has his way in the whirlwind and in a storm and the clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and makes it dry and dries up all the rivers, Bashan and Carmel wither and the flower of Lebanon wilts. The mountains quake before him, the hills mount, melt and the earth heaves at his presence. Yes, the world and all who dwell in it. Who can stand before his indignation? And who can endure the fierceness of his anger? His fury is poured out like fire and the rocks are thrown down by him. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble and he knows those who trust in him. Please be seated. This begins with a, a, um, an indictment uh, to the city of Nineveh. And Nineveh, as I think you know, was a very wicked city. It was a wicked city in the days of Jonah, so much so that the Lord declared his destruction of Nineveh. But then something glorious happened. The people of Nineveh believed God, proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth. They repented, and the Lord relented. Jonah 3.10 says, then God saw their works that they turned away from their evil and God relented from the disaster that he said he would bring upon them and he did not do it. Now fast forward a hundred years and the prophet Nahum is writing to Israel about the new generation of people living in Nineveh. And this new generation had abandoned the righteous reforms that their fathers had implemented and Nineveh was once again a very wicked city. And so now the Lord is going to bring destruction upon that city. And Nahum's prophecy shows us the severity of God. God is severe in his justice and vengeance and he's severe in his grace and goodness. Uh, in verses two through six, we see his severity against the wicked. Uh, verse two says, the Lord avenges. The Lord avenges and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries and reserves wrath for his enemies. And the Hebrew word in this verse that's translated as avenge or revenge is the same word. Uh, it, or vengeance, uh, it appears three times in verse two. Three times this word appears. Avenge, avenge, vengeance. And obviously the Lord wants uh, the readers of Nahum's prophecy to get the point that vengeance, God is vengeful, God brings vengeance against the wicked and it is severe. But we, have to, uh, but we have to read verse two in light of verse three, which declares that God is slow to anger and great in power. 
So we understand that the Lord's vengeance against the wicked is not impulsive or erratic or spontaneous. It's not, God is not capricious. He doesn't just fly off the handle when wicked people push his buttons. No, the Lord is in control of his anger. His vengeance does not come from his temper. It's not an eruption of temper, but vengeance comes from the very nature of God. His vengeance is not vindictive and malicious. Rather, it comes from his righteous demand for justice. Because the Lord is slow to bring vengeance upon the wicked, the wicked often think that the Lord doesn't notice their sin. Uh, They think that they're getting away with their sin. But what Nahum is showing us is uh, is, is that the Lord's delay in bringing vengeance is not a sign of his weakness. It's not a sign of his inability to, to know or to see what's going on in the world, but rather it's a sign of the Lord's strength. In verses three through five, Nahum shows us the strength of God. He fo- uh, Nahum focuses on the Lord's rule over the natural things, o- over all of creation, to illustrate the Lord's rule over spiritual things. The Lord has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and makes it dry, and dries up all the rivers. Bashan and Carmel wither, and the flower of Lebanon wilts. The mountains quake before him, the hills melt, and the earth heaves at his presence. Yes, the world and all who dwell in it. Then in verse 6, Nahum poses the million-dollar question. It's the question every sinner would do well to contemplate. Having just demonstrated the severity of God's vengeance against the wicked and the Lord's unmeasurable power over his creation, Nahum asks, who can stand before, uh, who can stand before his indignation? Who can endure the fierceness of his anger. For his fury is poured out like fire and the rocks are thrown down by him. Do you know how to answer Nahum's questions, dear friends? Knowing that you have sinned against God and hearing that his vengeance is severe against sin and seeing that God is all-powerful over his creation, how do you answer Nahum's questions? How can you stand before the Lord's indignation? And who can endure the fierceness of his anger? There's only one answer to these questions. The person who can stand before the Lord's indignation and endure the fierceness of his anger is the person who trusts in the severity of God's goodness. It's the person who trusts in the severity of God's goodness. Look at verse seven. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who trust him. Ironically, hope for salvation is found in the same Lord who's severe in vengeance and justice. It's impossible to run away from the God who's severe in vengeance and justice, so the only alternative is to run toward him, to run to him. And why would we run to him? Because he's as severe in grace and goodness as he is in vengeance and justice. 
He is as severe in grace and goodness as he is in vengeance and justice. Psalm 86 verse five puts it this way. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to those who call upon you. And Romans five verses 20 and 21 put it this way. But when sin abounded, grace abounded much more. So that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Our reading of God's law this morning is a call to sinners to acknowledge the severity of God's vengeance against their sin. It's it's a warning to see the terror of his divine justice and then to run to him for our refuge and salvation. Cry out to God to be merciful to you through the blood of Jesus Christ. Confess your sins to him. Don't ignore them. Don't pretend they don't exist. Don't explain them to be something they're not. But confess your sins to God. Admit that you deserve the severity of his vengeance. But then entreat him to give you the severity of his grace rather than the severity of his justice. And the Lord hears such prayers. The Lord is pleased to answer such prayers. Concerning those who repent of their abominations and detestable things, God says in Ezekiel 11, verses 19 and 20, I will put a new spirit within them, and I will take the stony heart out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh, that they may walk in my statutes and keep my judgments and do them. For they shall be my people, and I will be their God. They shall be my people, and I will be their God. So brothers and sisters, Nahum has informed us that the Lord is severe in vengeance and justice. But Nahum, along with the rest of the biblical authors, has also informed us that the Lord is severe in grace and goodness. So don't run away from God. You'll never succeed. Jonah demonstrated that for us. Rather, run to God in the name of Jesus Christ, for that is the only way that you will be able to stand before his indignation and endure the fierceness of his anger against your sin.